Welcome to the Chronically Courageous Podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie Howard. Since I was a child, I've had chronic pain, yet was told time and time again that it was all in my head. So I pushed through my symptoms and I built a successful career until I found myself crouched on the floor of my office, barely conscious. After finally getting a diagnosis, I had to learn how to embrace the life I've been given as fully and happily as possible. Now, it's my mission to help you do the same. Join my guests and I each week for inspiring stories and tips on navigating the complexities of chronic illness. Together, I believe we can move forward with courage, passion, and purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Chronically Courageous Podcast. Today, I have with me Joy White-Peacock, and boy, are you guys in for a treat. This woman is amazing. She, um, just one of many stories, but she flew off a cliff on a motorbike and was declared dead on an operating table for two and a half minutes. That's one of several stories you'll hear. So she's had multiple near-death experiences, I believe six. Um, And she says before it was fashionable to have a near-death experience that's talked about more these days, but uh, she was talking about it a long time ago. So just to give you an idea, she was told she would never walk again and the doctor wanted to amputate her leg. And within seven years, she was a medal-winning ballroom dancer. So that just, if that gives you any inkling as to what type of person she is, this is a person that defies the odds. So at 24 years old, she was hit by a drunk driver. The spinal injuries that she suffered in the motorbike accident were reactivated, and she wasn't able to speak without stuttering, walk or stand for more than a few minutes, and she lost 70% of the strength in the left side of her body. Most challenging of all, when she became stressed, the soft tissue would swell at the back of her neck, preventing blood from going to her forebrain, causing her to black out in about three minutes. So now what she has turned her life into and all of these experiences, she has become a stress and trauma expert. She is also an ex-corporate executive and an inadvertent shaman, as she calls herself. She's been certified in dozens of holistic healing modalities, and she is proof that incurable only means curable only from within. So I am going to just get into this conversation now because I just feel like you're, you're better off hearing it from her than me because she's got so much to offer. So welcome, Joy, to the show. It's such an honor to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, I, I wanted to talk to your audience because huh, I love the name of the, of the show for a start. Um, yes, Chronically Courageous is what I've had to be. Yes. And uh, initially, for, for the first part of, large part of my life, I got most of my courage from, don't you tell me what I can do. Like when that doctor, the reason I became a medal-winning ballroom and Latin dancer is because the doctor who wanted to amputate my leg said I'd never walk again. And I told him I'd not only walk, I'd dance on his grave. And so I was determined to do it with style. Wow. I've learned, I've learned that, Doctors in Western medical profession do have their place, obviously, but they don't know everything. You are the living expert on you. And we are trained not to trust ourselves. We are trained here. I'm from the 
the, this profession or, or that government or what are here to help you. And especially as women, as we were talking about a wee bit earlier, darling, um, as women, people tend to, oh, you're just hysterical or it's this or it's that and not truly take whatever it is that you've brought to them uh, seriously because it's not in their map, their very small map. Right, right. But you are the living expert on you. And nobody knows your body better than your body. And you can make your body do bizarre things. I'm not certified in dozens and dozens of different modalities. I'm certified in maybe a dozen, or well, at least a dozen. But I just kept learning because with each modality that I gained, I grew stronger and clearer and more and more personally powerful. So why would I stop? Right. So, yeah, the... the uh, the bike accident at 15, which um, sort of, it, I smashed up my leg so spectacularly nobody noticed 13 displaced vertebrae in the spine. And this all came into play. Um, it, took me, it took me seven years to recover um, and I became a, 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 an executive. I loved making money. I loved creating um, projects and, and, and things and, and empires. It was just rah, it was fabulous. And uh, at the time, I had the best husband in the world who just loved that I loved making money and he was my house husband. And all I had to do was go out and, and, and build the businesses. And I would come home and there'd be food on the table and clothes iron and all my paperwork done and it was just perfect. Very nice. It's important. I convinced him to, uh, to move to Australia because we were in New Zealand. That's where the accent's from. And... Uh, so that I could be a, a, I was a big fish in a small pond and I wanted to grow. Mm -hmm. And grow we did. We had this gorgeous place in Elizabeth Bay, right, uh, balcony overlooking the Sydney to Hobart yacht race. It was a week of being promoted to the first woman in the organisation. Very exciting. And then I was hit by the drunk driver. Oh. And um, all of the, the injuries from the motorcycle accident compounded into what you mentioned, which was the, the biggest challenge I had was when I went into stress, soft tissue would swell at the base of my neck, blood would stop going to my brain, and I would have about three minutes before I blacked out. Now, I never knew if I would wake up from any of the blackouts, and I was, it was a very stressful time. <laughs> I would say so, absolutely. Yeah, that would, that would stress a person out. Yes. So that's how I became a world expert in clearing stress in three minutes or less. Because Ooh, tell us more. Well, it was literally that or die. Um, right, right. But it took me a minute, maybe longer. <laughs> it took me about 18 months I walked with death. And we became really good mates. You know, when you, when you wake up in the morning and you don't know if you're going to see the end of the day, it resets your priorities you know I got the opportunity okay if I die today what am I going to take to God as the sum total of my life you know, hey God I made all this money and I broke through the glass mm. ceiling and I didn't and, and suddenly everything that I had thought was just so impressive didn't look so crash hot when I took it to God as the sum total of everything I'd done so I searched until I was found something that I would be proud to take to God and it was I made each life that I touched more joyful and that's mm. what I founded my life on so after about 18 months of intermittent oxygen deprivation I no longer had reliable access to my frontal lobes 
Um, The doctors said I'd be dead or brain dead by the time I was 30. And the court-appointed psychiatrist suggested that I take up basket weaving so that I could remain a contributing member of society. That's Um, a meaningful contribution, yes. I actually found it quite helpful. I got to have a lovely cathartic release telling him what I thought of him and his profession and his parentage and other things. And, um, but I was, I knew I was done with the Western medical profession. Like they passed me around like a fascinating object trying to figure out what was going on with my brain until I ran out of money and then I became less interesting. Mm. The very last thing I ever allowed them to do. I didn't allow this. I did not give permission for this. They hooked me up and gave me electric shock treatment without telling me what they were going to do. Oh my uh, and that was it. That's, I'm out of here. And so I started studying holistic medicine and that's why I'm certified in so many different healing modalities. And as I journeyed through all of these modalities, I uncovered these wild tools and skills that I would have given my IT for as an executive. Like how to relax instantly, how to keep a clear head no matter what's going on, how to clear stress from your body. In fact, I will give you a free 15-minute video teaching you those three things. If you go to my website, experiencejoy.com, put in your email and give me a word that when you use this and you find out how well it works, you jolly well share it because everybody needs to know this stuff. And frankly, Mm, me sharing with you what I had to learn in order to survive, you're my legacy. So knowing that you are living more joyfully, less stressfully because of what I went through kind of makes it worthwhile, you know? Right. Absolutely. So I uncovered all of these incredible tools. Oh, my God. And they were all squirreled away in these esoteric places that nobody, unless they had enormous amounts of money, uh, which I did after the settlement, um, and at least a decade could ever possibly find. And so to make everything that happened to me make sense, I just, the best parts from it, and that's what I, there it is. Yes. Now we get to be the the beneficiaries of all that. Yes, and share. It's time to step up and skill up and help one another up. That's exactly why we're here doing this today, because I I want to share as much as I can with all of my listeners, uh, you know, to let them know that they are empowered to heal. And there's so much more that they're in control of than they're led to believe that they are. Yes. Oh, God, yes. I've made my body do the most impossible things six times. I have been given, um, sorry, you're screwed, diagnoses by the Western medical profession. Yeah. Six. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm, in the, I'm in the middle of one right now. Um, I'm, I'm living, uh, I, I'm the poster child, actually, for don't get dental implants if you've got a sensitivity to metal. It um, nearly killed me. I ate away my jaw. Um, a staph infection opened up, the, dissolved the jaw entirely above my trigeminal nerve. It's very difficult for me to to speak and eat and function. Um, So it's very important to me that you share what I've learned. Yes, absolutely. I've had anxiety times. I'm very clear that the the uh, because each time that I've died, I've been returned with different skills, different perspectives, uncommon abilities to help others, and I have learned that not only does incurable mean curable only from within, but you only get to tie when it's your time. So so if you know of somebody who's got technology that can build a jaw or print one or or if you want to contribute to to my GoFundMe, 
amazing. I'll, I, I will hope you put the link in here. But the, yeah. So the most important thing that I learned is that you can get your body to do things that the doctors have no concept of. They don't even know about the body's electrical system. Just, which is like somebody who, who is a mechanic who completely ignores the entire electrical system of the car. Well, mm. What I learned was how to listen to my body and give it what it needs in order to heal. Yes. Our bodies don't yell at us for no reason, darling. What would be the point? Exactly. So, so talk, talk to us more about that. What, you know, when we, we get these various symptoms, what is that? you know, what, you know, we know what we're feeling, we know we're in pain, or we know we, or we're dizzy, or whatever the thing may be. How, what does that mean on a, in a greater perspective? Well, pain, I, I, I want to, to invite you to a whole new perspective of pain right now. What if pain was your friend? What if pain wasn't your enemy? The most important thing I learned after the bike accident at 15, I wouldn't let the doctors chop my leg off, but I did what I, what I wouldn't let the doctors do. I metaphorically chopped off my own leg it became my bad leg and I not knowing how to deal with the pain or, or what to do about it I did the only thing I knew which is put it away ignore it and soldier on my darling it was only when I learned to treat my pain like a crying child it was only when I learned to say I am really truly sorry you are not a bad leg you are a wonderful leg you are doing absolutely the best you can despite all of the things that i've done to you i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm listening now you don't have to yell anymore tell me what you need yes not so coincidentally things started getting quite a bit better after that hmm Amazing, amazing. So it's so it's is it about do you, do you think it's about the self love or just really, you know, like like when our kids are hurting, we don't just tell them shut up and keep moving. I mean, hopefully we don't tell them that I, I wouldn't have ever told my son that. But we tell ourselves those things. So what I'm hearing you say is, no, treat yourself as you would treat that small child and nurture yourself and take care of yourself and give yourself that empathy and give yourself the rest and the things that you need to, to heal rather than just pushing through it. I mean, I, I know in my situation, the, the body will yell louder and louder and louder, you know, as we ignore it. Exactly. That is another thing I learned. It's not going to, there's never going to be a better time than right now. But we are taught that pain is something to ignore and put away and, and suppress. Oh, I'm in pain. I think I should have a pill. Okay, so everybody's right now has got a headache. There's a dozen people all with a headache. They all take a pill. But this one, the headache is dehydration. This one was a brain tumor. This one was a migraine. This one was a too light. This one was an allergy. This the pill that you took did nothing except suppress all the symptoms. Now the body's got a drug to deal with it. It's like putting masking tape on the oil warming light of the car because you don't like the message that it's sending you. Taking pills that suppress your pains and say, hello, we need attention. Can I please get your attention now? You've been ignoring me for a while. Never is long-term helpful. Okay, I want you to imagine this. Imagine your body now as a three-dimensional hologram with conscious, subconscious, and body. You've got a problem in the conscious mind. That person is just, <laughs> but there's nothing I can do about it, so I'm just going to 
put it out of my mind and forget about it. The issue that you've created for your own personal growth and development doesn't just flit off into the ethers. Undealt with, it moves forward to the subconscious where it manifests as dreams and straight thoughts. Hello? No, no, can't, can't, can't just, mm, fine, okay, I've got no option then, but to move forward to a body level where it will create pain and dis-ease and disharmony. I mean, in your face, are you going to deal with me now? Nope, nope, still don't know how, and then we take a pill. Oh, good. So the body now not only has the, the, the original message suppressed, but it has a drug to deal with and then more drugs to deal with until everything goes in a downward spiral stop. And listen to your body. Doesn't it make sense, my love? Doesn't it make sense your body doesn't yell at you for no reason? Absolutely. When we learn to listen to our bodies, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, everything changes. I, I, my passion is psychoneuroimmunology, how the way we think affects our health and well-being. But when I first discovered this, I didn't like it at all. I was not pleased or impressed. My kinesiology master said different emotions live in different parts of the body. You know, you can tell what's going on with somebody by, by why, where their issue is. And I'm like, what's going on with me is I flew off a cliff on a frigging motorbike and then I was hit by a drunk driver. That's what's going on with me. This isn't some woo-woo blah-blah in my head thing. This is a genuine incident. And he would look at me and smile. Isn't it interesting that the only areas that you hurt were your spine, your structure, and your left leg. And hmm. Well, so think now for a moment about where your issues are. If they're on the left side, then it's around home, relationships, mum stuff, creativity. If the issue is on your right side, it's work, money, logic, dad, how you outfit yourself in the world. If the issue is on the front of your body, it's up to clear now, it's present in your face. If it's on the back, it's past, please clear me so we can move forward. And it gets down and down and down to the, the what represents the pinky and all of the little things. It's absolutely fascinating. But just for a moment, I want you to think about how many women do you know who've had breast cancer? Oh, too many. So many. How many of those women have nurtured everybody except themselves for most of their lives. Our breasts, my loves, represent nurturing. Mm. Cancer, according to Louise Hay, who's one of my heroes, if you don't have her book, Love Your Body. Yes, love, love Louise Hay, yes. Cancer, according to Louise, is long-term resentment. Where the cancer mm. is will tell you what the resentment is around. Yeah. I learned, and I have watched this miracle over and over and over and over again. When we treat the cause, the symptoms don't need to be there anymore, drawing our attention to them. Mm. Oh, I've never heard it framed that way. I really, I love that. That's such a beautiful way to look at it. Right? So true, and so true. And yet, and yet uh, most of our, our medical systems focus entirely on the symptom and is suppressing it. And leaving the cause untouched. Right. How is it ever helpful? It's it's not at all. Not long term. It, it does, like you said. Then you take a pill, and that causes more issues, and it's a downward spiral. And been there, so I completely understand. Exactly. 
what are you doing? It's taking the batteries out of the fire alarm because the noise is too loud. Ah. Right, exactly, exactly. That is not not a solution. So, Joy, you are your your name is. I mean, you are your name, Joy. And I actually named myself Joy as a reminder of what I decided to body to embody. And oh my gosh, it works really well. I'm very grateful, very helpful because one of the things that we need to do when we when it, it is required for us to be chronically courageous. Yes. We surround ourselves with reminders of who we are and why we're here and what we love. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, and each time I died, I, I, coming back into the body as a different, it didn't fit, the old life didn't fit. So I, I've, had, I've had six mm-hmm. entirely different kinds of life. Now my life wow. is a is a continual process of evolving toward the next grandest version of myself. And I just can't recommend it highly enough. Absolutely spectacularly easy way to achieve enlightenment without all the pressure. You just, I'm always perfect in my imperfection. Yay. Yes. Embrace it, right? Yeah. Completely. Keep evolving. No matter how little. Every day you can begin to evolve. And what is it? How does the next grandest version of myself deal with this stress how does the next grandest version of myself treat my body how how does the next grandest version of myself respond in different situations and and begin to allow yourself to explore that right so i started to say your your name is joy and you embody that but how the i mean so many people in your same situation would say oh woe is me and you know this is horrible. How could this all happen to me? And why do these things keep happening to me? And, you know, just kind of crawl, crawl in a hole and, and give up on life. But you've done exactly the opposite of that. Oh, so, I've and, some and, holes, darling. I have. I've, <laughs> I've excavated some burrows of epic proportion. No, don't. I'm, I, that's not the <laughs> Oh, look, another tragedy. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I was not to make it sound that it was easy, but, but you've certainly done a wonderful job of turning the situation around. So what is it that inspires you to do that? Um, I hate sitting in a pity puddle. It's smelly and I get bored easily. You know, I, right. really, I, I wish I could say something more enlightened and fabulous than that. Uh, but, but that's the foundation of it. I, I, you know, a lot of the, the, the time I'm kept going because, oh, well, Geez, I'm still alive. I might as well have a good time, eh? That's right. I'm still here. You've clearly got work for me, and that means there's going to be another side of that. So how can I move to that side of this more quickly and easily now? Mm. Now, I have learned that we can't choose always the things that happen to us, can we? Nope. But what we can do. Choose how we're going to feel about them and how we're going to respond to them. And darling, it is this choice that matters because it's this choice that determines what happens next. Do you want to know what I was doing at 30 instead of that basket weaving? God, what an idiot. Sorry. Absolutely. Let's hear it. I would love to hear. So after a couple of years when they did brain scans to find out just how screwed I was, in all of the tests that most people consider very easy, I, my, my brain, uh, my frontal lobe scan like an autistic child. So it's difficult for me to function seamlessly <laughs> in the third dimensional world. 
which is given given me a huge advantage because I basically had to hand it all over to upstairs management. All right, well, <laughs> here I am, the perfect channel for divine will. Not really qualified for much else. All right, you take care of the details then, and 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 so he does, which is good because <laughs> stress reliever too. Yeah, yeah, because like really. One thing I've learned is you don't have to be brain injured in order to be aware of who walks with you. And if you're watching this, then you are here for a reason too. And it is mm. great wisdom to get to know your guides and who walks with you so that you can learn to delegate more efficiently. Yes. Delegate. So I couldn't think forward or remember back. So master of living in the moment. And uh, what I had to learn to do was um, think up and look down. So I learned how to reprogram the neurological pathways of my brain by thinking mm. new thoughts. Yes, it really is as simple and as hard as that. And so I bypassed the brain injuries, well, the whole forebrain really, and I think from an entirely different part of my head. So I can't see or do a lot of the things that most humans can, but I can see and do a lot of the things that most humans can't. So my perspective is my superpower. I'm able to look at a, a, a person, a situation, a business, an industry and go, oh, that's what's wrong, that's how it's ripple affecting, these are the solutions that need to be put in place, go in there, remove that, and it'll just... When I learned to treat my brain like the massively sophisticated bioorganic supercomputer it is, I got a lot more mileage out of it. So by 30, I had co-created Australia's first end-user computer support organisation. I was advising state and federal government. They had literally created an entirely new industry, creating thousands of jobs where they were most needed. I was the first individual, let alone woman, to ever be nominated for an IT&T Excellence Award for Industry Development. I started that company with a $30 government check that bounced. And I know nothing about computers to this day. Unbelievable. I know, right? So I look back and go, hmm, I'm glad I've got the, the magazine articles and things because like, hmm. Are you sure, right? <laughs> Did that really happen? And now I teach people how to reprogram their brains for optimal levels of productivity and joy. And it's too much more satisfying. No, it's, but it's, yeah, it is, it's a lot, but it's, um, but it, it has a, a big responsibility too. And there's a, there's a lot to it. So. Um, yeah, but the responsibility, I mean, my, my responsibility ends with here are the tools I have learned. Oh God, it took me such a long, long time to learn. I mean, I've just got one job. Here you are, here are the school and completely released the need to control how people, you know, I, I used to want everybody to have it all. Oh, not right now. But like, you know, some people are like, oh, yes, I shall have it all. How marvellous. And, and some people will, oh, I just have this one. This is very good. And others people will go, no, I, I like that tray over there. With that it's all good. It's all good. So uh, for, I only work with people who are 100% willing to take full personal responsibility because that, my darling, is where the rubber hits the road. How much do you want to improve? How much do you want to evolve into the next grandest version of yourself where you have control? over what happens not some this or that but you learn about your body what it needs how it communicates with you and how you can understand the messages oh god everything changes when you understand the messages that your body's telling you otherwise you just feel like a victim well i did until i like figured that out 
Right. Sorry. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm eating this all up. It's great. <laughs> it's great. So Joy, when you, you know, when you think back over your life and all these kind of unfortunate incident, fortunate or unfortunate incidents that have happened, why, why do you think that it happened? What, you know, on a kind of large scale, why do you think, what was the reason? Who I am now. Hmm. Diamonds were once lumps of coal, my love. What kind of Shiro's journey would it be with no challenges? Fear is the gift that we give ourselves so that we can experience courage. When you have come here to do big work, then two things happen. One, you get big challenges so that you are able to experience yourself as who it is you want to be. And two, you get big help. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I love that. I. Why have all these things happened to me? I have learned these, this is not a wise question. This is a question that takes my, my brain into paths that I do not choose to explore. There are, so I ask instead, why has this happened for me? Mm -hmm. And that enables me to find the other side more easily, quickly. Do you understand? Yeah, I do. I very much understand. Absolutely. Nice. I, because so much has happened for me. So yeah. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing with you right now if, if everything hadn't happened for, for me that did. Exactly. No, what, what about why if everything happened to me just so the person watching this right now can go, wow, maybe, maybe I can. And that makes it all worthwhile, right? Yeah, because the person watching this now has incredibly important work to do and knows it and knows that there's hope even if there doesn't seem like it. You're looking for a sign, darling? Well, this is it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. And, and, and I've learned that, over, but, it, but it helps from someone like yourself who, you know, has so much contact with other realms and, you know, you, you're able to see things that people, that a lot of people can't see that is, a million times more meaningful because I know I know it's true. Yeah. I know it's true. It, it drives my mates crazy because I like I can't see like skin, for example. I went out with a bloke for eighteen months before somebody pointed out he was a different color from me. I had registered <laughs> that because to me he was dark oranges and mossy greens and and, and mm. you know so like it's it's not it's it's a very different kind of brain over here, right. Now, is that a result of the accidents? Is that because you're, you think differently because of the brain injuries? Yeah, I've got multiple traumatic brain injuries. But, uh, but mm, no, this is a result of what I chose to do about those brain injuries. That's what this is. I am a genius. Okay, I am an idiot savant. That's true. <laughs> I'm a genius <laughs> in this number of things and in everything else, no, not so much. And that's okay with me. So this is why this has happened, so that I can see and do uncommon things. And it took a long time. It took a long time to be peaceful with that. But I am now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So talk to us about your three-minute stress relief because, my gosh, I mean, we spend hours and days and years trying to figure out how to manage our stress. 
And that I think is so often at the root of so many illnesses. I mean, when, you know, when we look back at the traumas and the stresses that we've undergone, uh, you know, I know for me, one of the keys to my healing has been addressing those things and, you know, working through them and processing them and, you know, writing new stories about them and uh, all all of those things. So tell us how, how in the world can we possibly get rid of our stress in three minutes? Well, as I said, if you go to my website, I'll send you that 15-minute video with those three foundation skills. I have so, 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 so many, and I, I yes. would love to be able to share them all. Hang on. Uh, obviously, I, I can't do that in a how, how much time have we got left, darling? Give me a little... Uh, about 25 minutes or so. Hmm. I can be flexible. Yeah, I'm not sure how long, but there's, there's, um, there's a lot of pain here right now. I know, I can see, and it pains me to see it. I, um... Oh, what a lovely opening. Um, so let's, let's talk a little minute about, um, about dealing more with pain. Uh, yes. Although I, I really want to deal with the stress thing because you are so correct, because the AMA tells us that 90% of illness is stress-related, 90%. And um, I've learned that anything chronic has that that means anything that's been present in the body for more than three months has if not an emotional foundation certainly an emotional content because as humans we tend to stash our stress into the vulnerable places in our body yeah so there is there are so 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 many I'm, I'm just looking to see what would be the most efficient and effective with with the amount of energy that i've got right now so i want to use these moments of what I am able to offer to invite you to take a deep breath and to tune in to your guides, your angels, your guardians, because you do have them. And the way that you know, has it ever happened to you in your life that, yes, you've been pushed to the absolute furthest extreme of your capability, but always caught somehow or other have you noticed that the perfect person circumstance situation thing has been provided for you at the time of your need too late so that it's them not you never in a way you think it will happen because you know how you like surprises just for a moment allow yourself probably more times than you could call it a coincidence so just for a moment, take a deep breath and express of who it is that stands with you and has for your whole life. If you're clairvoyant, clear seeing, you might see a, an image or a color or a shape or a light. If you're clear sentient, you might feel that hand on your shoulder. If you're clear cognizant, clear knowing, then it might come as a deep knowing, yeah, yeah, she's weird, but I kind of do know that there's somebody here and it feels good. If you're clear audience, clear hearing, ask, thanks for saving me on all those occasions. By the way, what's your name? And then release the need to control how the answer comes. And just for a moment, I want you to put your hands on your precious, beautiful body, on the place of your body that most needs light right now. And drop even further into the awareness that you are protected. You are safe. 
you are loved and let yourself feel that even more. I just want to take a moment to send you love, if that's all right. To send you light. And you get to decide how much you receive. When you place your hands on your body and feel, inhale this light and sigh it into your body. I wonder if you can imagine a glorious healing light from the highest source, whatever you perceive that to be, flowing down over you now, softening all of the muscles in your body, allowing this light to be breathed and for the parts of your body that need more light. We give thanks, we give thanks for the light that you bring. We give thanks for all of your helpers, seen and unseen, and for all of the miracles, known and unknown, that help you live your most joyful life and pleasure. We give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks for your healing. We give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks, because whether you know it or not right now, you are all beautiful. We give thanks, we give thanks for you. If you truly wish to empower every part of your mind, if your desire is to deeply empower every person, in your life, every project in your life, everything and everyone you encounter, and here is how you do it. Fill yourself with what you want to give to the world and give from the Your joy scription, should you decide to accept it, 
is radical self-nurturing. In this time right before the end of 2020, as we begin to move into the full moon, in these potent, potent times, if you are to be all that you need to be, all that the world needs you to be, all that you are destined to be, all that you came here to do, radical self-nurturing is the key. Give yourself what you wish to give to the world. Fill yourself with it and give from the overflow. And in this way, every gift will be deeply nourishing. It will come from a place of fullness. This is how it's supposed to be, this flow. We have been taught the opposite because it, giving from a place of, of emptiness. What do you get when you squeeze an orange? Juice, orange juice. Can you get banana juice when you squeeze an orange? I've never figured out a way. No, I don't believe so. That lemon juice. Can you get lemon juice when you squeeze an orange? No. Why not? Because it's an orange. And it can only give you what it has inside of it. And just like the orange, when you're squeezed, when you're put in a position and squeezed, you can only give what you have inside of you. And if you have spent your life giving to everybody except yourself, putting yourself last, then chances are when you're squeezed, what's going to come out is going to be pretty dry and maybe bitter. Yeah. So your body has been waiting for you to recognize this truth. You will not find your wellness solely in a magic pill. You will find your wellness by realizing, oh my God, we get to be in a body. We get to be in a body. We get to, to smell and, and, and taste and see and, and, and touch and, and, and feel and, and choose what we want to experience and draw it to us with our focus and roll around in it until we're done and we win that choose again. We get to be in a body. and. It's an organic, it's a bioorganic supercomputer. You wouldn't get a $60 million racehorse, feed at McDonald's, never exercise it and expect it to win races. Good Lord, no, of course you wouldn't. How do you treat your body? Mm. You, you go and get your car maintained, otherwise it's not going to go far. You've got one vehicle for your whole life, your whole life. What sort of petrol do you put in it, eh? When was the last time you had a proper grease and oil change? How's the maintenance on this unit? Love your beautiful body and watch your world change and treat your pain like a crying child. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. And, you know, I'm, I'm, so I'm looking at you and, you know, and I, I know you're in pain and yet here you are serving so many people. You're giving us your gifts and it was really powerful. I'm like crying a little bit right now. It's like really powerful. It's like coming back home for me, you know, when I hear these kinds of things. And um, I, I actually recently went through a live channeling event and I was sobbing, like sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. And I think it was just, you know, it's just all the messages I need to hear. And that's how I feel when I speak with you that, you know, you have this, this deep wisdom and knowing and it's, it's everything that we all, we need to hear and that we don't hear in our mainstream world. 
So thank you so much for sharing those gifts. Thank you so much for having me on so that I can. My website is experiencejoy.com. You can remember that. Yes. Yes. And I will put that in the show notes, Joy, for sure. And we can close out soon if you, if you have to go, but I would love to continue for a few more minutes if you're able. Give me one, give me one second while you formulate your question. I'm just, I'm going to keep it short because I know you're in pain. So if, so the name of the show, as we've spoken of a number of times is the chronically courageous. How do you define you of all people? You are the epitome of courage, but how do you define courage? Hmm. Feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and when I look at you, you, you know, you've been told so many things, you know, you've been told incurable, you've been told you, you know, you, you're going to need your leg amputated, that you'll never do A, B, and C again. And you're, you're defying every odd. And I just, I, it's such a beautiful. I'm sorry. I just have to, I just have to, can I, can I brag? Of course, please. I am literally now exactly twice the age any doctor said I'd get to. I am 60. And at 60, Ooh. I am now more personally powerful than I have ever been. And I will rock this. I will. I will. But I want, I want to, I'm telling you this because I want you to know where the, that society teaches us that we, as women, grow less. Oh, they are so very afraid of the truth. That as we age, we grow more powerful. We care less about nonsense and so much more about what is true and what we can do and how we can help raise ourselves and each other and i'm living proof of that and i want you to know that i am amazed to be who and what i am and i am very grateful for the consistency of the choices that I made to experience joy regardless of circumstance and to be able to offer you the tools so that you can do it too. That's beautiful. Well, I'm, I'm very grateful that you exist in this world and that our, our paths crossed and that I get to bring you and all of your gifts to my audience and, and pass along everything that you've learned. And, and I know it's going to inspire people. I mean, my gosh, you know, all I had to do was look at your, your background for five minutes and I was like, oh, sold. She's on the show. She, she definitely qualifies as chronically courageous times 10. It's true. Sometimes I think God's got a bit too much faith in my strength. Oh, right, right, right. Well, you're, you are, you are a true example and you've, you know, if, I know for me, knowing what I can bring to the world is what keeps me motivated to continue to heal and continue to confront whatever obstacles come my way. And I can see that in you as well. And so I wish you so much healing and luck with your, not luck, but, you know, healing and, a, you know, smooth journey with your jaw and that your pain completely absolves. See me eating carrots. I want everybody, if, it, if, if, what, if what you found was, was helpful, imagine us having a grand adventure that involves apple trees and me picking apples and crunching on them. Yes. And then... There you go. Absolutely. And if you, want to, if you wish to donate to my GoFundMe campaign, I, that would just be so kind. It will help me to keep my voice in the world. 
Yes, absolutely. And we need your voice. We need your voice. You. So, of course, of course. Ah. Um, oh, it's so sweet. It's okay. We can do that here. We can do that anywhere. We can, well, we can't do it anywhere, but it's important. It's important to be able to feel a fear and do it anyway. That's right. That's right. That's right. And we don't always have to appear perfect either. We don't, you know, there's still challenges. What's to say this isn't perfect? Yeah. It's okay to be scared. Just don't stay there. It's okay to be scared. Just don't, don't make it a permanent residence. It's, it's okay. If you're going through hell, keep going. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is an audio recording. I may at some point use the video, but um, if people can't tell, we're both in tears. <laughs> so, but these are, these are beautiful, good tears of, you know, sharing and sharing in that common uh, journey, you know, different in many ways, but the same in, in many ways as well. And, and knowing that we share that and being there to love and support each other through it and acknowledging that it is 100% healthy and good to show emotion. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And as Joy just said, it, it is perfect as it is. I love that we're able to share this moment here. It's very special. And I, I again, I thank you so much for sharing this time with us. Um, gosh, I wish I'd put a tissue next to me. It would work so much better than my hand. Are you looking for tissues? I was. I was going to hand you one. <laughs> That's so that sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joy. I I am going to um, thank you again for your time so much. I um, I want you to go rest, please, and and nurture your body, your beautiful body, like you just talked about, because you matter, and we need you. And I want you to be well, so that you can be the light that you are in this world, which you are a very, very, very bright light, and um, continue to help us. Thank you, sister. I appreciate your reflection very much indeed. Oh, so sweet. I love you. Love you too. And I love you all too, listening at home. <laughs> bye bye. Goodbye. Take care of yourself. I'm gonna. I am. Radical self nurturing. That's right. It means the world to me that you took your time and energy to listen to this entire episode of The Chronically Courageous. If you know others that would benefit from listening, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your podcast player of choice. I welcome your feedback and questions. So please email me at bonnie at thechronicallycourageous.com. That's B-O-N-N-I at thechronicallycourageous.com. As always, I'm sending you so much love, happiness, and healing.